Hey guys, welcome to Keto Secrets to Quick Weight Loss. My name is Caesar. I am your host. I have been in the fitness and nutrition industry for over 10 years. I currently own a fitness studio, a meal prep company, and an online fitness business. And I'm here to teach you guys all the secrets there is to weight loss. Happy Friday. So it's April 24, approximately 4 p.m. and in the middle of quarantine. A lot of you around the world must be feeling extremely frustrated right now. I totally understand you. The best way of dealing with this, guys, I can tell you I have hardly felt stressed at all, with the exception of having to close down my business, that being out of my control. However, instead of sitting there and complaining, guys, I took action and I've been trying to learn internet marketing and trying to find ways to expand my reach so that my services and products can reach people worldwide. Um, I've had the privilege to learn multiple languages, so that allows me to reach people in different parts of the world, and I plan to be an expert at internet marketing and sales on the internet so that I can be good at, at pushing my product out there. I know that it can help a ton of people. I can bring a ton of value in the space of health, and so I hope to um, do really well with that as soon as this quarantine is over. Um, my suggestion to you is that you should pursue a passion or a skill during this time that you have. You might not have that time available for you uh, uh, again, ever again, to be honest. So um, instead of being at home, watching TV, drinking, and you know, just sitting on the couch doing nothing, guys, um, I really want to encourage you to do something productive, something mindfully productive. Uh, like I said, a skill or a passion. Okay, this is your opportunity to do that. So um here today because uh actually i want to talk to you a little bit about my origin story how i got started why i'm doing what i'm doing why i'm going after what i'm going after um why i have the type of companies that i do um and so to start off um i've been in the health sector for over 10 years i first entered it over 13 years ago but i did take a little time off to focus in school um, however, in total, I've been working in the space for over 10 years. And I first got started at LA Fitness, um, the local LA Fitness um, in my hometown at 19 years old. Uh, at the time, I was playing college football. So I would work out consistently. And um, I remember well, one day that uh, the manager there went up to me and told me straight out without even knowing me, she got in front of me, looked up at me and said, you'd be really good at this. And I knew she was a personal trainer as well. So I was like, really? She's like, yeah. And so then after this, my workout session, I went up to her and I asked her, how do I become a personal trainer? And so she told me everything I needed to do. She said, once I finished my certification to come back and she'd hire me. So I did that. And um, uh, having played sports all my life, um, as I was going through the certification process, that took me about three months because I was going to college at the time, so I couldn't study for the certification full time. Um, you know, I would go to my practices, and um, and uh, I would, uh, you know, I started to think like, wow, this would be really cool, like to teach people uh, to do some of these. Um, high impact fitness things that I do for football, but of course teach it at a more simple level for, for, um, 
for beginners. And so um, at the time, I had been playing football for about seven years, which means I had been introduced to the weight room for over seven years. And so I knew a lot. I knew a lot of exercises, and I loved the feeling that fitness gave me. And so I also experienced some weight loss throughout uh, my football career. So I knew what it had done for me, and so I really wanted to to show that to other people as well. And so I figured uh, the more that I I got into it, uh, the more interested that um, I was. And I started realizing, like, wow, this is so cool. Like, I can teach people to do this. Like, oh, my God. And so I had the opportunity. So I went forward with it. Okay. And, however, um, there was some personal things behind why that motivated me, though. And, uh, you know, becoming a personal trainer was obviously uh, being young at the time. I was 19, playing football, like Singo. Um, it seemed like a very attractive thing for me to do, you know, uh, well, the idea of a personal trainer is someone who's super fit and, you know, and is handsome. So I had that in my head and I was like, cool, I want to be a personal trainer. And so, but the truth is that I was always a chubby boy. So as a little kid, I was always chubby. And so, um, you know, I got teased for it from like family and friends and, you know, I had these big cheeks and I even had a nickname. And so everyone called me that nickname for a lot of years for over a decade and what they thought was cute was actually something that would really 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 bother me but I never said anything about it and so um holding that in uh as a little boy I think is why I I I was in part motivated to play sports and to lean out because I hated being called those names um even though a lot of my family, like uncles and mom, like brothers. Well, brothers did it in a bad way. Friends did it in a bad way. But like some uncles did it in a way, uh, in 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 a, in a like in the nice way you could say, like playing around way. But I didn't like it. And so uh, I guess subconsciously, like I looked up to figures like Batman, Superman, Ninja Turtles. These very buff like figures. You know, I was uh, I was all about Arnold, Schwarzenegger. I hope I pronounced his name right. It's kind of hard to say. Uh, the Terminator, uh, Sylvester Stallone, Rambo. I like buff guys. So personal trainer just seemed like the perfect thing to do. And so, um, you know, also in addition, I've always wanted, for some reason, I've always felt like I wanted to prove myself to my parents. Um, I always felt like I needed to do something different. I needed to do something more. And um and so um, I felt like being a personal trainer was something different and something that I had never really uh, had the experience. Um, like I did, I never really had the experience to know anyone who was doing anything like that or no one in my family was doing anything like that. So I thought that by doing something different, it might be, you know, I don't know, it might impress my parents or my friends or whatnot. And so... I want to say part of my motivation was probably um, coming from there. However, um, one thing uh, that I forgot to mention is that right before I became a personal trainer, um, I was actually I was actually going through the process of becoming a police officer in my hometown. So my hometown has their own police department, and I had already gone through multiple interviews, and I actually was already in the process of filling out my paperwork so that I can go into the police academy. And this happening at 19, 
um, because I was in a room with uh, older people. Um, I was the youngest guy there. You know, my parents thought that was a pretty good achievement. And so when I bypassed the opportunity to become a police officer, because I got so uh, seduced by the idea of becoming uh, becoming a personal trainer, uh, my parents were pretty upset, especially my dad. My dad was extremely upset, and he didn't talk to me for a couple of weeks when I told him that I wasn't going to be a police officer. And um, so, you know, it was a decision that I got heavily criticized for. And um, however, once I began uh, the career, my career as a personal trainer, um, I quickly figured out um, how fulfilling it was for me. Um, I really enjoyed the person-to-person interaction. And um, funny thing is that within two weeks of becoming a trainer, this woman who was a trainer there um, suddenly quit. I think she was having personal issues or whatever, but she just suddenly quit and she left a full list of clientele behind. And so she literally just left her clients hanging. And so I was there the day she called and told my manager that she wasn't going to be coming in. And I could, I remember seeing the face on her. You know, I remember seeing her facial expression. She looked really disappointed and upset and a little bit, um, she looked a little bit like a little nervous. So I asked her if she was okay, you know, and, and she ended up telling me what happened um, and that she didn't know what she was going to do with those clients because those clients were on, on contracts, like six-month, 12-month contracts. So she had to honor um, the services, but I guess those clients really liked that trainer. So she was worried that these clients were going to start canceling. And so um, I humbly asked her if if I could take over those clients because at the time I had only been a trainer for a couple of weeks. So I only had like three clients myself. And so um, I wanted the clients, obviously. And so I told her if I could, if I could teach them, if I could train them. And she looked at me as if saying, but you're not ready. You're new. Like, what makes you think you can handle this? You know, but she was just staring at me didn't say anything. And then I said abruptly, you know what, if they don't like me, um, that's fine. Like, at least we can try, you know, let me just talk to them, let them get to know me and we'll go from there. And she said, the thing is that a lot of these clients specifically requested a female trainer. And I said, okay, I understand. I go, um, that's why let me just talk to them. Like when they come in for their session, they're expecting to meet trainer X but when trainer X is not here, I will introduce myself and I'll tell them a little quick, uh, um, um, a little quick um, story of what's going on. And, and if they decide not to train with me and they want to cancel, then we'll do what we have to do. But let me at least try. So she said, okay. She's like, <laughs> she's like, I don't know you well enough, but she's like, I'll, I'll trust you. Let's see what you can do. And it turned out to be... Um, the greatest thing ever for me. It went really well. And so um, I fell in love with training even more after that because I was able to keep all those clients and, and immediately have a full schedule. Whereas to other trainers have to wait months in order for them to build their schedules the way that I had it. I got really lucky and I certainly took advantage of it and and it went really well and, and it didn't take long before noticing that um, 
I was really good with people. And so the, the manager actually kept feeding me clients for the next five years nonstop. So I was really, really fortunate to be in that situation. So what that did is it just motivated me even more. And so I ended up um, um, switching my major to to exercise science. Um, I ended up going really deep into the sciences and I started becoming a fanatic of the human body. I wanted to learn everything there was. Uh, I wanted to learn everything there is to know about the human body. And so as I was going through these studies, I was also still training at the time. So it was a perfect combination. Um, however, as I, as I, uh, did it over the years. Um, I started kind of realizing that the financial part of it was not all there. I wasn't really happy with the finances that personal training brought to you. Um, yeah, I paid well for a 19-year-old, 20-year-old, 21-year-old. But um, my last, the last time that I was training at LA Fitness, I think I was 21 or 22. And so, no, 22. And so the money didn't seem all impressive anymore. And I knew that to make more, I needed to have my own business. That um, the type of personal trainers that make money, um, they needed to have their own business. And so, or at least to make the kind of money where you could, you know, live comfortably in California at least. And so, um, however, in personal training, you will always have to sell, 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 find new people, find ways to keep those people coming back. And so all of that can be really difficult. And so I got really intimidated by that process. So I just knew I didn't want to work for a gym anymore because it didn't pay well enough. And I didn't feel like I could do my own business because of everything else that you had to do, like sales, marketing. And I thought like, big box gyms already had it figured out. And so that for me to replicate what they had, was impossible and blah, blah, blah. So it was just things that I told myself at the time. And um, so I ended up quitting. And so I, you know, had swore I wasn't going to go back to it anymore, that I was over it, that I was just going to pursue a science career. And so um, I kept going deeper and deeper into the sciences. And so um, I let I let fitness in the back. Um, I left it behind me, thought I was never going to go back. However, I want to say about the fifth year from being away from it, and that's right, I was away from it that long, <laughs> um, I started to miss it. Um, and I think what I really missed was not so much like the training part of it or being a personal trainer. I really think I missed the people-to-people -people interaction. Um, I really miss looking into the, the happy faces that people would put after they just hit their goals. Um, I really love the feeling that I would get from knowing that I, I had a little bit to do with someone changing their whole life. You know, every time someone did something to show their appreciation, it would really um, make me feel really good. And, and um, you know, like I really watch people transform their lives. I watch people just become, become completely different people um, throughout the time that they were with me. Um, I had parents of people thank me, spouses of people thank me, people themselves be extremely grateful. Um, and so I never again got that. Um, and I felt like while I was training, I felt like I was part of something else. I felt like I was part of something bigger than myself. And I, I started to miss that. And so um, 
coincidentally, around the time that that was happening, um, a friend of mine that used to work with me actually uh, had multiple uh, gyms. And he told me how it was and how he was doing it. And he told me you could do it. Like he said, I remember you were a really good trainer. Like I'm pretty sure you'd be really good at this as well. And and like I said, I was I had swore that I wasn't going to go back to training. Um, but at the same time, I really missed those interactions, and I and I missed helping people. So um, I decided to go for it. And I said, okay, fine. If you're willing to train me to to learn how to run a gym, if you're willing to if you're willing to train me in the area of business, I'll do it. Um, I'll give it a shot. I'll go back to it. And um, fast forward a couple years after that, and you know, I I left my laboratory research job at the time um, to go back to training. So I I left. I left for a lower paying job <laughs> because I wanted to pursue my passion. I wanted to pursue something that fulfilled me. And even though I love, love, love scientific research, it wasn't fulfilling. me. And so um, when I be- went back to it, I-, I, took- I took a low pay for about a year and a half. And so I was just trying to take advantage of the time to learn, learn, learn. And eventually it led to me owning my own gym um, now I have a meal prep service, and due to this quarantine, I was kind of forced to build an online fitness business that I plan to maintain and 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 grow. And if anything, I saw it as an opportunity to expand my reach to thousands of people. Now I want to do what I've been doing with people at the individual level. I want to do it uh, with a lot of people, thousands of people, and I definitely see the possibilities. And so. Um, I'm kind of in a way grateful that I came back to it because I see the possibilities now. I see that the universe did have a plan for me, um, that I was meant to for this. I was meant to help people change their lives. And um, it's an amazing thing once I kind of take a step back and observe how everything went down. And, you know, also throughout this process, I, I realized um, how much some people truly need help. Um, it's, I've always known that, that the people I helped like really needed the help, but I don't think I realized the important part that I played in their lives in, in achieving what they have achieved, the changes that they have made. I don't think I've ever given myself, um, the kind of credit that has helped me realize how important it was for them to have me in their corner while they were reaching their results. And so throughout this process, that's probably the most important thing that has happened is that it has made me realize how essential I can be to someone so that they can go from point A to point B and change their lives completely. And now having the ability to expand my reach to thousands of people, you know, I'm really optimistic of that, that that I can do what I've been doing at the individual level for over 10 years. I'm really optimistic that I can do it with a lot of people throughout the whole world. And now, if anything, I actually feel a sense of responsibility to share what I know and help as many lives as I can. So I hope you have enjoyed a little bit of my background story, guys. And so I'll be posting on here a lot. Um, almost daily, probably daily, 
And so uh, stick around on this podcast if you want to keep learning about uh, weight loss. I want to teach you everything there is to know about weight loss, all the tricks, all the body hacks. Um, There's so much that one can do to lose a quick 10, quick 20, or to make a complete transformation. All right, so this is your podcast if you want to change your life. So follow.